Today, we're answering the question, how do we find hope when we're hurting? Welcome to the Pursuit, a Cross Point City Church podcast that pursues a deeper dive into the scripture from last week's sermon. My name is James Griffin, and I'm the lead pastor here at Cross Point City. And today's podcast is going to be a little different, but before I tell you about that, I want to put in just another plug for the book that we released this last weekend as part of our summer reading series. Uh, We covered in the sermon, John 11, verses uh, 17 through 44, and this is that famous story where Jesus raises his friend Lazarus from the dead, and all throughout the passage, we see this great tension between hope and grief. You know, Lazarus has obviously died, and his two sisters, Mary and Martha, are grieving, and then at one point, Jesus shows up, and he stands outside of his tomb, and he grieves. Yet at the same time, Jesus calls himself the resurrection and the life, and then he raises his friend back to life, which is ultimately the hope for the believer in Christ. And so we released a book. This is the final book of our reading series. It's called Hope for the Hurting by Dr. Tony Evans, and he serves as the lead pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Church in Dallas, Texas. Uh, He also graduated from the same seminary where I attended, so I want to give a shout out to DTS, Dallas Theological We see you, love you, appreciate you. But uh, here's what I would say. If you go and read the description of this book, I think you're going to see really, really quickly your need for it and our need for it. Uh, Here's what he writes on the back cover, that in a span of two years, Dr. Evans lost his brother, his sister, his brother-in-law, his two nieces, his father, and his wife. And at the same time, both of his daughters were diagnosed with cancer. And so this book actually came out of that season. He wrote based on the pain he had experienced and talked about how he found hope in the midst of that really, really difficult season. And so I would say to you, if you're walking through a season of loss, of tragedy, of hardship, grab this book. I think it's going to be a great, great help for you. But with all that said, I want to shift gears, and we're going to get into our conversation for today. And I want to introduce all of you to some guests who are joining me. I'm here with none other than Mark and Jenny Otstadt. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Mark, Thank you for yeah. having us. Okay, Mark, you told me earlier you're a seasoned podcaster. You've been behind the microphone many, many times, I've right? I've seen like, microphones before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's about as far as I'm really going to go. Grew, so, grew yes. up with a dad in, in, in radio, radio and TV. That's yeah. amazing. So, yeah, it is. So you're a pro, man. Well, I've seen pros. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> that's good. Man. How's just, that? just emulate what they do. You'll be fine. That's right. Jenny, first timer. First timer. First timer. So we'll welcome. I just appreciate you guys so much for being here. And uh, tell me and tell us, how, how long have you been at Crosspoint now? It's been a little while. It has been a little while. Um, I would say for me, seven years. Okay. All right. Seven, Gosh, seven man. and a half years. I did not realize it had been that long. Yeah. yeah. And for me, it's just, just almost six. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You got drug in. I got, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Here by default. That's right. I love that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, I'm from, I, as I say, I'm from the North. And okay. so, yeah. you know, I'm married to Southern girl, so I'm not accepted, but I'm tolerated. <laughs> You're actually an Ohio State Buckeye, right? That's right. Yeah. So that's right. tolerated. That's a good uh, word, You Mark. just <laughs> had a bunch of people just turn this podcast off. Just like, just hit. Uh, hey, the stop. beauty of Crosspoint is that we have grace for all people. You know, I, <laughs> I, mean, I, yes. I, I, I joke often, even <laughs> on our elder team. 
We have a Tennessee Volunteer. We have a Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket. We have a Florida Gator. Uh oh. And then we have some Georgia Bulldogs. Um, so anyway, we all seem to figure it out and get along. But that's right. Yeah, the grace of God covers all people, Amen. doesn't it? <laughs> Amen. I love it. But uh, but no. Hey, in all seriousness, thank you guys for making time for this. Well, thank you for having us. Uh, this is a really really important conversation. And as we were thinking about the conversation today, I couldn't think of two better people than to be a hmm. part of this. So over the weekend, a lot of us who were here or maybe streaming online, we got a chance to hear a little bit of your stories. Mm -hmm. And so for those of us that weren't here or haven't watched it yet, haven't gotten caught up, can you just give us a glimpse into your story, maybe individual stories and your story together for those of, of us who are unaware of what's gone on in, sure. in the past? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, I was married to Eric Horton okay. for almost um, 27 years. And um, we have two boys, Hunter and Chandler. And um, he went into cardiac arrest in our home. And um, throughout the time of doing CPR and when the um, EMT could get there, uh, he was without oxygen for about 20 minutes. Mm. So um, they had told me that night at the hospital that it didn't look good. Yeah. Um, the next day they came in and they told me, um, you know, that I would probably have to make a decision to pull him off of life support. And I remember just looking at the doctor and saying, I mean, the first thing that came to mind was I need three days. Yeah. And I am mentally thinking, okay, Jesus arose from the grave in three days. Lazarus was called forth in four days. And I mean, we are just going to pray. Yeah. We're going to ask God for a miracle. And um, anyway, four days later, um, the miracle happened. It wasn't the miracle I had prayed for. Yeah, yeah. But um, Eric went to be with Jesus. Yeah. And um, so anyway... Um, that's my story. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk a lot more about some of the details yes. and some of the things that went on around that in just a few minutes. But, yes. but Mark, um, similar experience, not the same, but similar. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, I was a minister of education at a church in Evans, Georgia, just north of Augusta. It's probably about a little over three hours away from here. Yeah. And um, I was married to Stephanie. Yeah. Um, when she passed away, it was two weeks shy of her 26th anniversary. And uh, she had a, um, um, it ended up having just a very, very rare, rare form of cancer. Mm -hmm. it, it was, it doesn't have any markers. There's no way you could test for it. And uh, she was really misdiagnosed, I mean, almost for about a year. Yeah. You know, yeah. seeing different doctors, pain in her, in her abdomen, wouldn't go away. And, um, when they finally found it, they did a they did a CT scan, and then that revealed the the, the tumor. Um, and she, we, golly, we thought we thought God, you know, he's he's going to come through for us. Yeah, we yeah. went to a specialized sarcoma um, um, facility that was in Emory uh, here in Atlanta. Yeah, and these guys are specialists there in this particular cancer, but. Uh, we, we fought and struggled for the next 15 months. Mm. And uh, when she finally passed away, I had two boys at Auburn. Yeah. I had another one in high school, 
in uh, in blue. You know blue. I do. Yeah. He he was in junior high, and so uh, when all this started to come down, so it was it was it was a tough time. It was a imagine. really tough time. I can't imagine. Horror. Yeah. That's the only way. That's yeah. it, just horror. Yeah. Well, I know I've I've talked to a lot of people over the years who've experienced loss and. You know, as parents, it's like, man, your, your worst fear is losing a kid. Mm. Yeah. But then as a married person, another worst fear is losing a spouse. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. But, but I love both of your perspectives. Like, you know, Jenny, Eric was lost pretty abruptly. Mm. Right. Um, Mark, you lost your spouse over, over a long a period, period of time. time. But at the same time, I love this perspective of like, man, we prayed knowing what God could do. Yes. Right. And we asked God to do what only he could do. Mm-hmm. And in both cases, he did, but not necessarily in the way that you were asking. Exactly. Right. Like both spouses healed, praise God, mm-hmm. just not on this side of eternity. Right. Exactly. And so what you're left with in a scenario like that is is grief and pain and, and mourning. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. And so I, I want to kind of dig into that just a little bit. And I want to serve up some questions just from the text that we talked about this past week. And I want to hear your perspectives on this, okay? Okay. Um, One of the things that fascinates me so much about this story out of John 11 is that Jesus shows up and he makes this announcement that he's the resurrection and the life, right? Mm -hmm. And then he stands outside of Lazarus's tomb. He's been dead for four days Mm -hmm. and he just weeps. And I just think there's a beautiful picture of the humanity of Jesus in right. that, right? He knows right. what he's about to do, right? yet he stands outside the tomb and he sheds tears mm-hmm. over the loss of his friend, over the, the presence. The creator of the universe. That, right. It's insane, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Over the presence of death in his world. Yes. And I think it's such a significant moment. So here's my question for the two of you. What do you think that moment reveals about the character of Jesus? And I would even take it a step further and say, and maybe how did you experience that in the okay. midst of your own grief? Can you speak okay. to that? Uh, sure. And, and, and uh, I mean, that's a great question. And uh, I tell you, this past weekend, Brad did a wonderful job. That's what he, I hear. He did, he did a very good job. And uh, um, and there's, there's different, you know, it's, it's kind of an odd statement because out of all this this story that's going on, you hear Jesus, all of a sudden he just weeps. And, yeah. and, and you're, you're left with the question, why? Yep. And uh, as I said, Brad did a great job, and, and there's different, different ways to look at it. Brad mentioned that um, it, was, it, was an, it was anger with sin, and it was a frustration with sin that right. death even exists. Right. And um, I, I've heard other teachers talk about how um, he was frustrated because those words, as Brad pointed out, those words that he used, he was, he was kind of angry. He was kind yeah. of like... Kind of, kind of like annoyed yeah. with everything that was going on. Yeah. You know, it mentioned several times about the Jews and and uh, its tradition in that time period, you can actually hire mourners mm. that would come and weep with you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it kind of alludes to that as she leaves or thinking, well, she's going to the tomb, so right. we're going to follow her and we can, we can do our shtick there. Yeah. And it's all kind of uh, odd. It's kind of, I, I mean... Right, hypocrisy. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's and and I've heard also that there's there's another aspect where he was weeping because he was actually calling Lazarus back out of heaven mm. to a mm. sinful earth. Wow, I've never heard that. That's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, and and so what's the answer? Right. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I really yeah. don't know. You can have all, but 
no matter which perspective, and it's probably a combination of all of them. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that the creator of the universe has compassion. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And not just compassion, but he has understanding. Yeah. He knows how it feels. Right, right. Um, uh, you, you've heard that, you know, losing somebody is like surgery. You've, you've, you've been cut and, yeah. and, and something taken out of you. And I would correct that. It's, it is, surgery is too precise and it's too clean. Right. It's, it's like taking a piece of meat mm-hmm. and you are just tearing it apart. Yeah, yeah. And, and your life is in shambles. Yeah. It is horror. And, and we've got a God that understands that. Yeah. Mm, that is so good that he understands and he cares. And he cares. Right. And he cares. He empathizes. Mm. Mm. So, uh, Jenny, you, you want to add anything to that? Well, um, I will. And um, this goes back to losing Riley, our grandson, yeah. Yeah. on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, that brought up emotions and feelings inside of me um, that I had not experienced with Eric. Yeah. And um, probably a lot to do with, you know, what you think of as the order of death. And um, Riley's death seemed so senseless to me. And again, um, I was praying. I reached out to you and asked you to pray. I wanted God to do a miracle. Um, You know, I'm just thinking about this faithless generation that we live in and that this would just be so perfect if God would just hear our prayer and um, bring him back to life. And um, anyway, you know, to me, to explain death, um, it's as close to hell as mm. we're going to get on mm. this earth. Yeah. And um, throughout my time of grieving, um, I, I was never angry with God. Um, I was mad at him. But really, I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. He, he let me down, mm. you know, and... Um, we would hear songs about how he'll never let you down, mm. but I felt like I felt let down. Sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, God, um, he just reminded me he was so gracious and kind and merciful and compassionate towards me yeah. in the fact that, um, he just brought to my mind that, um, when he created us, he did not create us for death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He created us for life. Right, right. And um, so just the compassion and the, that God felt for Lazarus, um, you know, I felt that even in that moment that he was feeling that for me and just reminding me I didn't create it this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your sin, right? Adam and Eve's sin, our sin. Right led us yeah. to death. Yeah, I think there's so much value in that. You know, whenever I walk with people who have lost someone and I talk to them about the importance of grief, mm-hmm. I, I always make it a point to tell them like grief is is critical, not only for healing, but mm-hmm. because it reminds us that death is an enemy. Yes. That's right. This is one of the things that, and I think, I think Satan, our enemy, wants to use death to convince us that God is the enemy. Yes, <laughs> yes. But in reality, Death itself is the enemy. Yes. And Jenny, I love what you said that that in the beginning, I mean, death wasn't on God's mind. Mm-mm. Right. He created a world where life was meant to flourish and thrive. Yes. 
and our sin brought about death, mm-hmm. yes. but to know that God cares enough to do something about it. And mm-hmm. this is one of the things that I love so much about John chapter 11 is you see Jesus doing something about it in this right. moment. And it's just a, a brief picture, a glimpse into what he will do ultimately for all believers. For everyone, yeah. Now, the great news for us is that we're not going to die again like Lazarus. You ever thought about that? Like mm-hmm. he was resurrected and then at some Had point died again. again. Had died again. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. But, uh, but for us... On the other side of our resurrection, there is no more death. Right. Mm. So to know that Jesus grieves with us, yes. that he's compassionate toward us, that he's patient, patient. with us, yes. even in those moments where yeah. we are angry, right. and that ultimately he has done and will do something about this great enemy that we will all face. Mm. Right. And that's where hope lies. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yes. And yep. it's something you have to continually to remind yourself yeah. because when you're going through this grief, uh, you know, as, as Jenny said, she was so disappointed. Yeah. And I felt the same way. Yeah. I I, uh, I lost my dad when I was 14. Wow. And that I was angry at God. I was yeah. so yeah. angry. And um, I was lost. And... Uh, um, I mean, you earlier you mentioned Ohio State. I mean, I tried to. I was so angry with God. I tried to get as far away from God as I possibly could. Yeah. So I went to Ohio State, <laughs> and um, and and unfortunately, or fortunately, I, I was not successful because he yeah. he continued to hunt me down. Mm. But um, you know, there it, when you're going through grief, it, it is so devastating. It's so painful, and it's all consuming. Yeah, yeah. Grief is is not just emotional; it's physical. Right, right. And and you're you are crying out to God. Where are you? Yeah. yeah. Where are you? Mm. And, and the and the beautiful thing about this story is he's he's right there. He's right there. Mm. He's, he's right, right there. beside in, you in the midst of the pain. You don't you. feel like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But this is going to be one of those instances, one of those many instances you can't trust what you feel. Right. Right. Yep. And you have to trust God. That's it. Well, man, I think that's a great segue into the next question that I wanted to ask because you guys are kind of stepping all over it. So let's just keep talking about right. it. Um, in the story, both sisters, Martha and Mary, you know, Jesus shows up after four days of Lazarus being dead, and both sisters make this statement, Jesus, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Right. And there's so much truth wrapped up into that statement, mm-hmm. right? If you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. So the question I wanted to ask the two of you, did you ever struggle with similar thoughts as you walk through oh, yeah. the death of your spouses? Oh, and how my. did you how did you navigate that? You want to go first or you want me to go, go first? first? Well, um, again, it's, it's um, Stephanie gets diagnosed and, mm-hmm. and we see the doctor, there's a plan of action. And, and the, I thought, I, I knew that, that, that we were going to be fine. Yeah. Um, that, 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 Jen, that Steph and I were going to be just fantastic and, and she was going to be healed and, and it's going to be just, this is going to be a great witness for God. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. And, and I, was, I was so disappointed. And, and I was so disappointed. And you're just, you're wondering, God, why, why did you not do this? Yeah. Left me with, with four kids yeah. in, in, in blue. It's just coming out of junior high, going into high school. And yeah. he doesn't have a mom anymore. Mm, I can't imagine. And, and he, he's not going to be able to graduate high school and have, have mom in, in the audience. Right. And um, it, it, it changes your perspective of God. Mm-hmm. Um, 
C.S. Lewis, there's, there's um, um, in his Chronicles of Narnia, there, yeah. there's a segment where they ask about Aslan, who is a picture of Christ. Right. And, and you see this huge lion, and, and the question they posed, I forget which character it was, one of the, one of the girls, is, uh, oh, is, is he safe? Yeah. And the answer is no, he's not safe, right. but he's good. Yeah. And this whole loss just makes you makes you see God in a different way. He becomes more serious. Mm. He, there's more gravitas. There's there's more uh, of an awe. Um, so much in Christianity today, you know, Jesus is your friend. He's your buddy. Right, you know, right, just right, let's right. high five Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And and he loves you. He loves everybody. We're just going to have a great. And he is he is worthy. And he is sovereign. Amen to that. And, and and that is that's probably a word that I had to come to grips with. And is it is his sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Could if you were there, could he have saved her? He could have healed her. He could have healed her if he wasn't there. Yeah, he could yeah. have said a word from anywhere that he right. wanted, and it would have been fine. And he didn't. Right. And right. I have to accept that. Yeah. I just have to accept that. Mm. And I think accepting that, like only God can give you what you need to accept that. Yeah. Would you agree? Like, it's it, in our Very own human so. power and strength. It's not like we can just decide I'll accept that. Right. Mm. It's a supernatural work of the Spirit of God mm-hmm. in our hearts and minds to bring us to a place where mm-hmm. we can say, yeah. "God, I accept that sovereign decision." Yes. God, mm-hmm. if, if that's if you want to heal her by bringing you home to be with you, mm-hmm. yeah, I accept that. Yeah. Instead of leaving her here to be with us, right? I accept that. Like yeah. that's something that only God can do in the life of a person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and for anyone who doesn't believe, I mean, you're just stuck with you're lost. Oh, you, can't and you'll never see him again. Okay, right. But the beauty of this is, is I I'm, I'm looking forward to that day. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's I, right. I, my mom's there, my dad's there. Mm-hmm. You know, Steph's there. Yep. And uh, Eric is there. Riley's mm. there. <laughs> so, mm. praise God for hope. Amen. Yes. Praise God for hope. I don't see how people get through this stuff without the Lord. Mm. That is church. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that people really do. Right. Mm. I think that people flounder. They yes. very much so. Right. They struggle. Pe- pe- people who don't have the hope that we're talking about here today. Mm-hmm. And so praise God for that. I mean, Jenny, what about you? Um for me, um, I can relate to this. Um, and Mary and Martha, um, in the fact that um it truly was where the rubber meets the road in your faith. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I never questioned God for the beautiful life that I had with Eric. Yeah. And so I chose not to question him when he took Eric from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the truth is, you know, Eric is where we as believers are living our life out here on this earth to go. <laughs> he just beat me there. Right. And so, you know, there's there's his sovereignty. I mean, that that came to mind too, as Mark just said. And um, he is sovereign over all things. And, um, you know, do you trust him or do you not trust him? That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. When, I don't know, something that you said sparked this thought in my mind. It's really easy 
to say you believe when things are easy. Absolutely. Oh, very much yes. so. But very the real so. test of belief is what you do when things get hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think suffering and yes. difficulty and pain yes. reveals the depths of our belief and trust yes. in God. Yes. yes. And so, you know, to, to hear the stories of how the two of you walk through that, I think mm-hmm. is right. a great testimony yeah. to faith and belief and what God does in the life of a person right. who holds fast to him. Yes. And I, I can do nothing but point at God That's for right. bringing mm-hmm. me through he, all of this. He did it. He, he did, did right? it. He did that. And man, I just love that, Mark, because that's the story of our entire faith, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. he does it. Yes. He does it. <laughs> he does mm-hmm. it. He does it all. He does yeah. the work, and, and I simply respond yeah. to the work, but it's all his. Yeah. And, yeah. and I just love that. You know, and when you're going through it, I mean, and I, I can't, it, it's one of those things, if you haven't gone through it, mm-hmm. you can't explain what it's like. Yeah. And, yeah. and it is, it is such a, an, an overwhelming, it's such a profound experience. And, and you're just, you're just lost. I mean, there were times just months afterwards yeah. and, and healing, gosh, healing takes, healing doesn't take weeks or months. Healing takes years. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a process and there's a journey that you have to go through. Right, right. And especially at the first part of that journey, man, you just, you can't get out of bed. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't breathe. You, 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 you just, your mind is, is, is befuddled and, and, and you just, you just like blunt force trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I want to say about hope, there is, there is a comment in Grief Share in the process. There's one of God has this quote, and yeah. that is that Good things come from bad things, and the cross argues this. Mm. Mm, that's it. Yes. That's so good. And going through this grief process, on the other side of it, once you're healed, mm-hmm. it changes you, oh, and you imagine. see things. And I tell this to our folks that go to grief share, and it's usually after. After several weeks, we're coming in, it's coming near the end of it. And, and I, I point out a few things about how they have grown and how yeah, they've yeah. healed through this whole process. There's a blessing that comes out of grief. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and it, there's, there is a newfound depth within you. Yeah. Um, a lot of the fluff, a lot of the things that, that were important before, it really centers your focus on what is important. Right, right. It gives you a depth. Yeah. You know, I look at my boys, my four boys, and, and they're, the, the character that they have yeah. has come from this experience. Sure. Mm. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm, I, I imagine walking through something like what you've been through, it, it really does change your entire perspective change on life. Change your perspective yes. on life, yeah. You can't be the same on the other side of no, it. No, mm-hmm. you right? cannot. You and, cannot. And you can either go in one of two directions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> you yeah. can be worse for it or better for it. Yes. Bitter or better. And I yeah. think that's the decision that every person dealing with this has to make. Now, let me, you, you talked about grief share. W- one of our goals here at Crosspoint is to help people be better for it. Mm. Yeah. Is to help people walk through grief. Yeah in a way that ultimately honors God and is good for them so that they can come out on the other side and be better for it. And you guys lead this ministry and you've been doing this for a while now. And I would just love for you to talk about that. What is Grief Share? What is the ministry about? What do you typically do in a meeting? Can you guys just unpack some of that for us? Sure. You or me? 
Well, you you tell about it, okay. and then um, I'll add to all right. Add to it. It's it's um um it's it's a thirteen week program. Okay, and it is not at all what you would expect. I mean, if you hear, you know, we're, we're, there's a, a, sh- a, a grief meeting. I mean, the, the, your first right, thing that right. goes through your mind is that <laughs> I don't want to go in a room with a bunch of people that are crying. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad enough right now. Right. I just I just don't want to go there and weep with everybody else. And it is not like that at all. Yeah. Um, it is is really, really well done. Um, uh, like day one, you'll come in, you'll get, we'll, we'll introduce you, you fill out some forms, we get some information on you. And uh, very briefly, you just introduce yourself mm-hmm. and the reason why you're here. Gotcha. And, and, that is, and that's the hardest day. That is the hardest part yep. of Grief Share. Just walking in the door that just first day. Just walking mm-hmm. in yes. the fourth yeah. door. It takes so much courage to do that. Yeah. And it's um, it, grief shares is is a three tiered program. It, it what we'll do next is we'll watch the video, mm-hmm. and the videos are half hour, forty minutes long, and they, each one deals with several specific subjects. And um, like the first one is, you know, am I going crazy? Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you lose somebody, and it's you, you don't know if you're a foot or horseback. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and it addresses that. And, and, and the people that are talking are, are folks that have been through what you've been through. Yeah. We have some professionals and some counselors and pastors, and it is, it is unashamedly biblically based. Yeah, yeah. And each one of those, in order to speak on these videos, have to have gone through a grief process gotcha. like this. So you're not talking about some guy who knows this academically. Right, right. It's been like Jesus who knows, yeah. who knows. This who knows. is not theoretical. This is right. highly, highly practical. Right. Yeah. And then after the video, we take a short break, um, and then we'll meet and just discuss what was in the video. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's very focused, very organized. Uh, we break. We come back next week, and the next week there's homework. It's very simple homework. There's some Bible verses. You answer a couple of questions. Yeah. We go over that, and then the whole thing repeats itself. Gotcha. And yeah. we do that for 13 weeks. Okay. And um, I was just going to say there's a, a week that we go by that's called Stuck. And um, it is behind my passion for this ministry. Mm-hmm. The pain is so immense when you go through grief that, um, like you said earlier, you you can choose to go one way or you can choose to go another way with it. And um, it's so immense that I wanted to get through it as quickly as I could. Right, right. And there's no quick way to do it. Yeah. You have to lean into it. You have to experience it day in and, and day out. But the thought that somebody would be stuck in their grief yeah. and stay there. We, we all know people um, who are bitter, um, who have not let go, yeah. who have stayed where they are, um, they're afraid to let go because they're afraid that they will forget that person right, right. Or, or whatever. Um, so walking alongside these men and women that come through that door um, to offer them hope and to lock arms with them 
and and to say that we are here with you yeah. and, and we're going to walk through this with you and we're not going to let you get stuck. Right, right. We're going to move you forward and we're going to do it in as healthy of a way as we can. Um, no man left behind, yeah. you know, yeah. and, um, you know, the Lord, he, Mark and I both knew that he was calling us to this ministry. So, um, you know, it, how can you have joy when there's so much heartache um, and and disappointment and, and pain? But um, joy and pain can coexist. Yeah, yeah. And so um, as yep. we live this with them, you know, it, it's just a blessing for us that on day one, when these people come through that door, and have mustered up all the courage in the world yeah. to, to even make it. Um, tears are flowing. It's total silent. No silence. Nobody says a word. But for me and Mark, the joy and the reward that we get mm-hmm. is we get to see the transformation. Yeah. Is weeks later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we- it's 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 a it's a journey. It's a process. Absolutely. Um, uh, the the first part the, the first it's it's there's three different segments in the 13 weeks and the first one is is this is what you're going through mm-hmm. this is what grief looks like this is what you can expect yeah and and then the second segment is okay these are these are techniques that you can use yeah. to overcome these and then the last section is is how do you move forward yeah, yeah. little little tricks of the trade things you can do to get from point a to point b right and and grief is i mean grief is it is it is a knife in the heart and then as time goes by it is extremely painful and as time goes by it is it is sadness mm-hmm. as time goes by it's melancholy yeah yeah and, and then and then bittersweet you know, and the thing is that that seat at the table is always going to be empty. Right, right, it's right. Always, it's always, that person is not going to be there. Yeah. And, and there there comes a point where where that, that does, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. My wife and I were just talking last night at the dinner table. Uh, yesterday, this podcast is timely. Yesterday was my brother-in-law's it was the the anniversary of his death 12 years mm. he died when he was 23 years old mm-hmm. and he would have been wow. 35 years old yesterday wow. and so amber and i just sat at the dinner table last night and talked about him and just talked about how she was doing and how she was processing all of this 12 years later mm. yeah and there are still, still there's still things that it's like man I wish we would have said this or wish I would have done this or wish I would have made that call or whatever. And so to your point, it's like you always feel that absence. And there's always an awareness that this person is not here. Mm -hmm. And you always wish that you could go back and have more time or do certain things differently. But to learn how to walk in that. Mm. I love what you said that joy and pain can coexist. Mm -hmm. To learn how to walk in that pain in a joyful way right. mm. and in a hopeful way. Hopeful yes. way. This is what I love about Grief Share and, and it's what I love about what you're doing that you, the two of you are allowing God to redeem what mm. you've been through. That's a good word. Amen. And, yes. and you're allowing him to use your pain yes. for the good of other people 
who are in the beginning stages of where you once were. Yep. Exactly. And I just want to yeah. say per- thank you for that. It's um, our pleasure. Yeah, but, but pleasure. Sir, from the bottom of our heart, thank, thank you, you because it matters. It does. Yeah. And, and people need to know how to yeah. walk through these things yeah. and to yeah. come out on the other side better yes. for it. Yeah. And so I just appreciate the two of you so much. Let me let me ask um, just a real practical question. If somebody's listening and they're like, I need to get involved in that, how do they get connected? Where do they go? How do they sign up? Well, we're, we're doing Grief Share right now twice a year. Okay. Okay. Yep. And and because uh, like 13 week segments and it gets to be pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, the next one is slated beginning at the last Tuesday in August. Okay. Mm-hmm. All okay. Right. Yep. Um, show up. Yeah. I mean, just keep keep uh, your your nose to the website and yep, yep. and uh, the information is on our on the crosspoint yep. crosspointcity.com. Uh, crosspointcity.com. So the information is there. There's also another website and that is uh, griefshare.org. Okay. And our class is registered on that website. Yep. So yep. you can go there, you can get all the information. That, right. Two different ways to get it. I love that. Yeah, I think that's valuable what you said, Mark. And this is good for our listeners to know. We host this at Crosspoint City, but it's not just for the people of Crosspoint City. No, it's yep. not. Absolutely, this is for, for the community. Anyone. And Anybody. here's what I here's what I love. I've actually met people at Crosspoint City who showed up to church here because they came to really? Grace Share. Yes. Oh, that's great. And so, yeah, it's it has served Beautiful. as another entry point into Beautiful. the life of the church. So it doesn't yeah. matter if yep. you're a Crosspoint City member or not. Mm-hmm. We'd love for you to be a part of this class if you need it. Yeah. So, yeah, find that info online. Either of those places, we'd love to help you get connected and involved. But uh, let me ask a couple final questions, just really okay. practical stuff, okay. okay? Here's the first one. If someone listening is walking with someone who, I'll, I'll use your language, Jenny, who is stuck in grief right, right now, what do they do to support that person in the midst of what they're facing? Um, you know, a person can only do what a person wants to do. Mm. And... Um, for the person that is walking alongside the grieving one, just encouraging them, listening to them. Listen. Listen. That's the biggest, you know, we even see from Job's life that um, the best days of his friends being with him was when they were quiet. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, there's no magic words. There's no magic word. There's no scripture Uh -uh. that you can say to us that's going to change us or make us feel any better. In fact, it might make us want to hit you. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are those people that just throw around Bible verses at the worst just moments, right? Like, don't yes. do that. Don't yeah, do that. Don't, <laughs> don't, do, don't that. do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I had a, a close friend that that walked really close with me through it. And, you know, she would let me be sad. She would let me lay in the bed yeah. one day if I wanted to. But she wouldn't let me lay there for two days. It's mm, good. You know, and... and just getting them up, getting them out of the house, yeah. um, in, encouraging 
them to come to a grief share. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also another thing that we um, use that is uh, from Stephen's ministry, and it's called a time to grieve. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know they can go online and look that up, and okay. just give them resources if it's a situation where they can't join us for right, grief right, share. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, if you you hear somebody that that has gone through this is going through this, let us know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I we would love to sit down and just talk to these folks. Absolutely. We've done that so many times. Yeah. You know, and just what what I can encourage somebody who, who knows someone going through it is just as Jenny said, listen, mm-hmm. listen, don't be afraid to mention their name mm. and to ask about it. Don't avoid the subject. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. the 600-pound gorilla in the room. Right. You just right, can't right, avoid right. it, okay? Yep, yep. And probably the the best thing I can tell you is you can't fix it. Yeah, right. This is a process that you are going to have to go through. It is profound. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to come up with that one good thing you're going to say and everything's going to be made better. Right, it right, right. Doesn't. Yep. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It's a journey and it's a process. That's right. One, so, one of the th- – oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and you can't compare, yeah. like, the way I grieve my loss – of Eric was totally different Absolutely. than how Mark grieved. Both of my boys grieved yes. completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't put pressure on that person or that it's got to look this yeah. way or it should look this way or you should be over that by now um, because everybody is different. Yeah, it, it happens differently and it happens at different rates and paces, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's so much value in that. One of the things that I tell our staff all the time um, thinking about what you guys said on on listening, you know, when I when I tell our pastors or our ministers, okay, here's how you deal with these situations when you're walking with someone. I always say that the ministry of presence is what matters most. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. The ministry of presence it's is what matters there. most, especially yeah. in those beginning stages. Yes, because you're going to walk in the door and sit down with that person, and they're not going to remember right. a word of what no. you said. Right, Mm-mm. but they're going to remember who that was you there. Were there. Absolutely. And and I think that's so important that you just show up and you're present and you say yes. I'm sorry and how can I pray for you yes. and. You make sure they do get out of the bed. You know, what are you find mm-hmm. ways to serve? Right. right. Just being present. It right. matters immensely. Mark, what were you going to add to that? Well, it just after the funeral. I mean, yeah. from, from, the, from the time they pass away and everything you have to go through, all the arrangements you have to make. Yep. And it is, it is it's incredible. Yep. It's yep. just a whirlwind. And typically about a week or so, two weeks after the funeral, yep. everyone disappears. Right, right. Everyone disappears. You know, and it's not, I mean, it's not their fault. They, yeah. they, you know, they're getting back. Everyone has to get back to their lives because the world kind of goes right. on. Yeah. You know, life is for the living. Yep. And, but to have that someone that checks in on a regular and ongoing basis just That's to right. make sure, that would be great. That's good. So, mm-hmm. one other thing that I think is incredibly valuable, and I've talked to a couple of friends about this. I have some friends who lost a son, mm-hmm. um, and it, it was not too long ago. And, uh, the wife of the couple has shared with me that it helps her so much when people share stories with her about him, about him yes. Yes. and about the impact that his life continues yes. to make today. Yeah. And I do think that that's really important is, you know, come alongside and go, hey, mm-hmm. let me tell you how much that person meant to me or let me tell you how they touched my life. And I think that's just another way that God gives comfort to those Absolutely. who have suffered loss. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would, right. yeah, I'd love listen, be present share, serve, right. all of mm-hmm. the above. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. one more, one more. 
Okay. So to the person who is currently struggling with grief right now. Yeah. So the person who's listening today and they've lost someone, right. they're, they're dealing with pain and hardship. Right. What would you say directly to them? Okay. This is, and this is my mantra. Okay. This is, this is, they get this from day one. Okay. And, and, and I, we are testimony to this. And I promise you, I promise you from the bottom of my heart, it gets better. Mm. It's going to get better. The, the, what you are going through right now is not the way it's going to be for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah. It's, it's a period mm-hmm. and it's a process and it's a journey and it gets better. It's going to change and be something different. That's so good, Mark. Yeah. Jenny? I echo what he says. Yeah. Um, it does. It, it, it gets better. But you, you do have to choose to move forward in it. Yeah. It, it's a daily choice. Yeah. Right, right. It, it, it is. And, um, you know, I, I can give you some examples of uh, things that I did. Um, you know, I, I thought about David in the Bible and um, the Psalms. He was constantly encouraging himself in the Lord. Yeah. And... Um, Back in, I think, 2011, Mandisa came out with a song called Good Morning. Um, Just part of being intentional, I set that as my wake-up alarm Mm. on my phone. Still is. So that when it goes off, (laughs) I'm reminded it's a good morning. It, It doesn't matter what's going on in my life, how I feel. It's a good morning. Yeah. God, God woke me up. God right. chose for me to be here. So what am I going to do with it? Yeah. And then um, there was another thing that I did, and I, I hung it where it's the first thing that I see every morning when I wake up. Um, it's a little sign that was painted that says Christ is enough. Mm. Yeah. Regardless. Right, right, yeah. He's enough. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then there, go ahead. Before we end this. Yeah. Okay. I got to give a shout out. Okay. To Olivia. How did we make it the whole podcast? And I know. Not talk about Olivia. I know. We got to. We got to talk about Olivia. It was alluded to in in the video, right? But right. just really quickly, let me let me just let me give you the let me give you the scenario here. Is is um, um, Olivia uh, was dating my number three boy. He the one okay. that was in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 so and her family was very much involved in the church. And of course, you know, as a pastor, this whole thing is being played out in a public yeah. arena. Right, right. Uh, and w- which makes it even even logarithmically harder. Yeah. And and um but um um, but I mean, her and, and the family, they went through, you know, diagnosis, the treatment, the funeral, and they eventually go in two different directions. Yeah. Luke eventually went to the University of Georgia. Yep, okay. Yep. So I got skin in the game. Okay. <laughs> go dogs. Right? I love it. Let's go, man. So, yeah. And, uh, but Olivia, and I know her as Olivia Womack. Yeah. And Olivia Womack came to Kennesaw State. Right. She's at Kennesaw State and she gets a new group of friends. Yeah. Okay. And one of the friends is none other than Hunter. Okay. Okay. Her her son, Jenny's son, Hunter. 
Yeah. So they invite. Actually, she's got a new boyfriend, and the boyfriend's friend is is Hunter. So so uh, she's coming to Cross Point. Jenny's coming to Cross Point, and they invite Jenny out to lunch. Yeah. And so Livia, that you hear her tell the story, she says, the I mean, just knew God was telling her to get introduce Jenny and I. I'm three hours away. Right, right, There's right. no way we would have crossed paths. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I describe I describe her as a 21-year-old going on 35. <laughs> I mean, she is as solid as can be. Yeah. She knows what she's about, right. and she's plain matchmaker. Right, right. And um, so she starts making phone calls, and she calls you know, friends of mine. She calls, eventually called Jenny, and... Um, what she didn't know is that weeks before Olivia picked up the phone and called Jenny, Jenny prayed, mm. and she asked God for three things. She okay. wasn't looking for anyone, but she says, listen, Lord, if you have anyone for me, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask three specific things that he's been through what I've been through, mm. that we get introduced through a mutual friend, and that he loves the Lord more than he loves me. Come on. And then the phone call comes, and all three of those are, are taken care of. The first phone call, unreal. Yeah, unreal. And Olivia eventually married that that boyfriend of hers, some kid named Matthew Bryce. Yeah, I yeah. say kid. He's yeah. a grown man. Yeah. He's actually a student minister here at Cross Point. That's so shout right. out, shout out to the Brysons. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely, <laughs> that's right. It's beautiful, beautiful. So if you see every time I see Olivia, I, I thank mm. her. That's so good. Why, man? God is I, good. He, well, that's just what I was about to say. Like, He's there. He understands that story. Takes me back to where we started. He empathizes. He cares. He cares. He cares. He's compassionate. Right. He's involved in the details of our lives. It's such a God thing. Right. Yeah. Even in the midst of our pain, he is present. Right. Even mm. when we can't sense him, he is present. Amen. And and I just love the fact that God brought the two of you together and he continues to use your two stories together mm-hmm. yes. to impact the lives of people. Yeah. And so thank you guys so much for what you do. And and I do pray that if you're listening today and, and this is what you're going through that all that you've heard has somehow impacted your life. And if you need to get in touch with us, reach out through the website, Please. email us at infoacrosspointcity.com, mm-hmm. hit us up on one of our social media sites. We want to talk to you. I know Mark and Jenny would love to connect with you, but Please. one of our pastors, whatever, we, we just want to walk with you any way we can. So thank you guys. I appreciate you more than you thank know. Thank you for having really, us. Really, really do. Yes, so. thank you for having us. Absolutely. Well, I, I think f- that's a great place to button it up for right. today. So yeah, if you have any questions about the sermon, the scriptures, this podcast, faith in general, please send those into us. You can email those, DM us on our social sites, or you can text the word question to 22722. I just want to thank you again for listening to The Pursuit. If you want more information about our church or the podcast, visit us online, crosspointcitychurch.com, or you can follow us on any of your social media platforms. And if you enjoyed the podcast, finally, you can consider subscribing, leaving a five-star review, sharing it with a friend. But no matter what, know that we love you, we're here for you, and we'll see you next week.